Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Accra, Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. Be seated. Now, we are declaring this week a week of visitation. Why visitation? Because visitation is very important. Jesus visited the earth. For 33 years. And that visit has changed us. So we too must visit church members. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who don't come to church? Alright. So I made an announcement the first time. We're going to have a, a Saturday all day prayer. But we have changed it. We're going to have it all night. So that we can do our visitations. Everybody must visit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, Last, I started talking about sonship. And I said a sonship is the highest relationship because that is what defines the relationship between the father and the son. is the, the highest relationship. Father, son, father, daughter. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So, God wanting us also to become sons also came into the world as a son of God the Father. So that God will have sets of sons and daughters. In fact, the women, women are also called sons. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, as a son, we are so much loved by God. The Holy Ghost loves us so much. There's, there's no aspect of God that has hatred. Do you understand me? Even God's hatred is based on his love. His judgments are based on love. Anything that you do, even God's punishments are based on love. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, Satan comes to throw confusion to us. And when the confusion comes, we get confused and feel that we are not loved. And last week I said that Sometimes you, you blast somebody and the person mistakes the blasting that you don't like. That's why you're talking to me this way. But, but maybe it's actually out of love just to straighten your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because when we are blasted, rather we run away from the blaster. We run from the blaster. We don't stay close to the blaster. Do you understand what I'm saying? And sometimes because of life experiences, a man broke your heart. So when another person comes and even takes you to the altar, now he receives the punishment of the one who broke your heart because the love he's offering for you, you are confused. You think that the love is the same way, the same, the same way the other guy treated you. So life, life presents confusion disappointment of life. You understand what I'm saying? So, 
we are not able to receive God's love. But the Bible said that God is love. First John chapter seven, chapter four, verse seven. God, His love, and God loves us. He loves us. So sometimes you see a lot of things going on. And it's like, does God love me? Why am I going through all these things? And I said that. So Jesus, who is the blueprint of Christianity, okay, as a son, also came in first, sorry, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Bible says that because we are partakers of flesh and blood, he too came as flesh and blood, as the son of God. He didn't come special. He came as flesh and blood. He had a normal, those times there were no CS, a normal vaginal delivery. He had a norm, he, he to cry. When every, a, a baby is born, first thing you have to cry because the world is hard. You say, hey, where have I come? He to cry. The world is hard. Are you understanding me? He was a man. And verse 17 says that it behooved him to be made like unto us. In other words, it became necessary to be, to be made like unto us. So now, not just flesh and blood, but emotions. Emotionally. Everything. He could feel pain, just like us. That is why he was susceptible to temptation. The devil never tempts in Jamaica. He doesn't tempt those because he can't tempt them. Are you understand something? But he tempts man. He tries man. He sends problems. Have you ever had seen that Mike in Jamaica say he has problems? No, 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 no. He rather fights the devil and the problems on our behalf by the, by the power of God. So Jesus now was also now susceptible to temptations, trials, everything. He was hungry. He got tired. He had feelings. He saw, he saw nice things. Things were thrown at him. Do you understand what I mean? And the Bible said, there is no, he, he did that so that he'll be, he'll be merciful. It's like, he can tell the father that, hey, daddy, Charlie, you know, be easy. That thing the guy they go through, no be easy. I've been there before. He can be merciful and the faithful high priest. You see, because sometimes in even in your trial, before you realize, your hand has even removed. Have you seen these baby dolls? Sometimes their hand gets removed. Uh-huh. Then they, they'll try and feel they removes. Sometimes in your trial, your hand is even removed. Then now you, you are Mr. One Man. But through his mercy, he can come and fix your hand by that challenge. This temptation and trial, this problem is too much. Me too, I also got confused. I felt that I wasn't loved. A -a Amen. So he says, a faithful, and faithful means that he's, 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 he's there constant. No matter what we go through, he's there. In things that pertains to God. Not things that pertains to politics. Not things that pertains to your business. But things that pertains to God. Because in things that pertain, Jesus did things that pertain to God. Jesus didn't do politics. Jesus didn't do engineering. Jesus didn't do anything that is outside God. Anything he did was in God. So the problems that we face as Christians, those are the things that pertains to God. And the Bible is saying that because he became like us and feels what we feel, he, he's, he, he's, uh, he can be merciful and he can be what? Faithful. The next verse 18 says that seeing that he also suffered, 
he suffered. He felt some things. Being tempted. So I'm telling that Jesus also was tempted. He is able to seek her or, or to help those who are also being tempted. So the things and the trials, the thoughts and the things that are going through the excruciating pain, you wonder why is, where is this coming from? All the pressures of life and everything that came, even depression, Jesus was depressed because for the first time in the life of Jesus, he said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful into, unto death. And he was praying to God because he was down and an angel of the Lord had to come from heaven to come and strengthen him. So he understands. And the Bible says he's able to help those who are also under Lord. I pray that the Lord will come and help me and you of the pressures and the confusions that is taken away. Now, the next verse, I'm talking about sonship. The next verse, so this, this is the son of God. God's son with God as his father. The next verse, so he's talking to people who have issues that he will help you. Then he said, wherefore, wherefore means that because of that. Hebrews 3.1 Because wherefore, eh, holy. In fact, it's like you are being tempted but he's still calling you holy. You know, sometimes we go through things and we feel unholy. We feel that we have lost it. But he said, no, you haven't lost it. You haven't lost it. I still, you are still holy. You are still what? Holy. I still love you. It doesn't matter what has happened. I remember in Matthew 9 verse 1, Jesus came to his hometown. Verse 2, they brought to him a man who was paralyzed. On, 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 he was paralyzed. By, and when he saw their feet, he said to him, son, son, your sins are forgiven. And everyone was saying that, ah, how can this man, this man blaspheme? But Jesus, you see, Jesus, he sees your heart like x-ray. As you are sitting here, he's reading your heart. He's reading your mind. Whether they are good or they are bad. And he said, why do you think evil in your heart? It's like preaching is going on and somebody is thinking evil in his heart. And then he said, that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. So which, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or rather than walk. But you know that I have power. I am God to forgive sins rather than walk. Now, the first thing he did to the man he said, you are my son. I have forgiven your sins. Be happy. Be cheerful. I have forgiven your sins. Because it was not, it, it was, there was more to do with the paralysis. The first thing that the man had, an, is his sin is a problem. Sin is an inner problem. So, you can't even see a man's sin. And you can't see the problem that the person has. So, the issue, the sin had probably psychologically, probably even affected him so much that he thought he was no longer a son of God. But Jesus said, Lord, look, I know your sins, but I forgive you, you are still my son. Before he healed him. So, what I'm trying to say is that, I'm not saying that son of God, Jesus didn't sin willfully. We make mistakes. Sometimes there's pressure. Satan is hounding. 
assailant. But he said that I'll help you. So, for, so uh, Hebrews 3, 1, he said that, wherefore, holy, uh, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. You are part of heaven's calling. Consider the apostle. Apostle. Jesus, the apostle. And the high priest of our profession. Christ Jesus. Now the word profession means confession. So Christians confess Bible. Christians don't confess Quran. Are you understand what I'm saying? Christians don't confess Buddhism or traditional religion. Christians don't talk about idols and fetish. Christians, we profess Christ and what Jesus has done. So he said that you who profess the, you, the apostle means that he is the one who started this. And the high priest means that he is the priest before God. Consider him. Look at Jesus. Now he's talking about, he was made like us. He's talking about our temptations, you help us. Then say, now consider Jesus. In other words, the temptations and the confusion that the enemy throws against, against sons or so thrown at Jesus. So look at Jesus. So we are here to look at Jesus and also his confusion. And the things that were thrown against him. So consider. So consider Jesus and, and, and learn what you can learn from Jesus. What can you learn from Jesus and apply also to your life. So we are here to, what is it about, about Jesus who was like us and what did you also get confused of? Now verse 2. My Jesus. Thank you Holy Ghost for standing behind me. Verse 2. He said he was faithful. In other words, consider the faithfulness of God to him who appointed him. God the Father appointed Jesus and anointed him with the Holy Ghost. So he was faithful to him. Now you send a man to the earth, a God to the earth, and walks as a man. And things are thrown against him as a son of God. Are you understand me? He, he's also, he also suffered in temptation. He also had broken hearts. Can you imagine the one that you love eh, says he does not know you. Will your, will your, will your, will your heart not be broken? Eh? Rita, the one you love says that he does not know you. You say, hey, oh, what are you saying? You say, I don't know you. God forbid, you will die. No, you be, you will be so confused that you can't even get shocked. And the one you trust as your treasurer, who has been counting your money, is the one who is choking your back and selling you. Hey! In fact, you'll be so disappointed that you can't even die of shock. 
Say minisani. But Bible says, in spite of all that was thrown against him, he was still faithful to God. So consider his faithfulness as a son to God. As Moses was faithful. So now we are looking at two people. He was as faithful as Moses. Moses was very faithful to God. You see, to be faithful means that there are tests. You see, your faithfulness, oh, yes sir, yes sir, yeah, 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 yeah. You have not met tests. You have not met tests. Loyalty is tested. I've not met tests. That's why you even talk the way you are talking. The prince said that he, 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 a young preacher was preaching. Oh, so, oh, this is what the Lord has done for me. I've done it. I was talking about blah, 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 blah. And so, this guy is young in ministry. He has not met things. That's why he's talking like that. You see, when you meet things, you don't talk like that. When you meet things, you talk about your beatings, like Paul. You see, the things he met, so, you know, I was beaten three times. I was there separate, blah, blah, blah. See, when you meet things, you talk about problems. You know, when we started, we started ministry, we have done this, we have done this. No, no, no. You are, Please take your time. Take your time. So he was faithful to the one who appointed him. As Moses was faithful in all his house. So here we see Moses was faithful to God in all his house. Now when you say house, a house is like a, ba- a building with rooms. So Moses had rooms. Say Moses had rooms. So you see Moses had a room. First of all, he was a prophet. What is a room? You see, every room of ministry is different. Pastoral room is different from prophetic room of God. Prophetic room is different from apostolic room. Are you learning something? Evangelistic room is different from teaching room. The room of the helps. You see, when you come here, for instance, no, this hall is, we say it's a, it's a big room. Eh, pastor, I want to sleep. Please, there's no bed here because there's, we don't have no provided bed here. And this, they, don't, they don't have bed, so I can't tell. We don't sleep here. And pastor, I want to poo poo, please. There's no, it's not made for poo pooing. There's a room made for poo pooing and wee wee. So every room is fitted to do things. And God gives Moses things to do. And the things are in rooms. And the Bible said that everything that God gave to Moses, he was faithful in his teaching, in his writing. In his pastoring, in, in judging Israel, in leading Israel, everything, he was faithful in all his house. And the Bible says Jesus was faithful just as Moses was faithful. 
Now, it hasn't been really face challenges. Because some of us, you met a little challenge in the basenta, and then your basenta room has closed. Yes, some of you are sitting here. You're, you're, when we look at your basenta door in the in the realm of the spirit, there's a, there's a sign. They've drawn a sign closed. Because you cannot be faithful to the one who has appointed you. You see, in the ministry, there are two appointments. Jesus said, I have ordained you. Meanwhile, 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 no pastor had ordained them. But God ordains. So sometimes you are sitting here, he has ordained you, but you don't wear a clerical. Then there is the official ordination. So when you read even Acts, I think 13, verse, verse 4, Acts 13, verse 4, the Holy, the Holy Ghost has said they should send Paul, separate Paul and Barnabas or to himself. And then, as they, they, they prayed for them, look at it, and they be sent by the Holy Ghost, departed, oh, no, no, verse 3, verse 3. And when they had fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them away. Human beings. Verse 4. And then be sent by the Holy Ghost. So you see, two sendings. Ascending by a man and ascending by the Holy Ghost. What betides you if a man sent you, but the Holy Ghost has not sent you? But if the Holy Ghost sends you, a man also has to send you. You don't send yourself. How did you become a shepherd? How did you become a pastor? How did you become a bishop? How did, you, did they call you apostle? And, and I heard in my dream, and the Lord said, my son, my son, from today I've called you a bishop to the world. Or I've called you a shepherd. How did you become a shepherd? God ordained you, Rita, but you were appointed also by a man. So when we talk about being faithful to the one who appointed you, it's saying that be faithful to God and to the man who was appointed because Jesus is using men. So in every room that God has given to you, why have they written it is closed? Where are you who, you who used to be on the street on evangelism but now it is closed. Where are you? You who used to do basenta by now it is closed. Where are you? You used to sing by now it is closed. You used to preach. You used to help people. Help people. Help people. Support people. Support the weak but now it is closed. Where is the first love and the first works that we used to do for God? Look at yourself. Examine yourself. All of you sitting on this row here, second row here. Examine yourself. What, 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 what were you doing for God before? Examine yourself. You will know that. You are, it, it, it is different now. Because you have closed the room. 
And that's how, how, what, what happens. You see, people close their rooms. They are not as faithful as Moses. And they stop what they used to do with all kinds of things because of confusion they made. Go back to Hebrews. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But I want you to understand that. Look, everything that God has given you, and He'll give you something. Nobody will come and say that, oh, me, He didn't give me. This. Even if it's one talent, you, I can, I can ask you. Everything, one day, all of us, all of us, all of us will stand before Him. Everybody will give account of the room, whatever He gave to you, whether we're faithful. And you'll be very, some of you, you people. That's why I made us pray about the spirit of the world. Because the spirit of the world is trying to mislead us away from the room. So we are not faithful to the rooms that God has put us. Oh yes. So rather than achieve and do things for God, we are no longer doing things for God. The Bible said that Moses was faithful in all his house. And one day you stand before God in judgment and Moses is here and you are standing here. Even a bucket of water, you could not divide. Somebody is dividing this. You, you could not divide. You are going to stand for the same marking scheme. Verse 3. Verse, verse 3. For this man, that is Jesus, that we are talking about, he was counted worthy of more glory. Jesus, the Son of God, our King, the Lord was more bright, brighter than Moses. Inasmuch as he who built the house had more honor than the house. So he, he's given a, a secret behind. The reason why the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus has more glory than Moses was that he actually was the one who was building Moses' ministry. And do you know why he was building Moses' ministry? Because he's the builder of the church. He's the builder of the ministry. He is the one who builds everything. He's the builder because Moses was faithful. I want you to, today, I want, to, I want you to know that, you see, unless you are faithful with what he has given to you, he will not come and build. Jesus doesn't build with disloyalty. So nothing gets built. Meanwhile, you could have been a man, a woman, a young girl, or a young woman who who God could have used to build things. But because we're not faithful in that room with that little thing, he, the one who builds everything, doesn't build. How come he's not building a church? There's no place that is too hard. He built John the Baptist's ministry in the wilderness. But if God does not get faithful people, To examine your heart. So the Moses secret was that God, God was behind his building. Verse, verse 4. 
for every house is blessed by some man. It is written, oh, every, every house has been blessed by a man. It's talking about ministry. Every house is built by some man. But God, Jesus, God is the builder of all things. And he builds things because of faithful people. People who are, who, who are faithful to the Lord he has given to them. Now, verse 5. I'm, I'm coming back to my turn. For Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant. Underline that word, as a servant. Why was Moses uh, faithful? He was faithful because he was a servant of God. He was what? A servant of God. And that thing is not a testimony which is not spoken of. But Moses was faithful when Jesus as a servant of God. Now Moses said, may I serve God. I serve God. I do what? Serve God. Oh God, I'm your servant. I serve God. You see, a servant doesn't have his own mind. It's the mind of the master. A servant is at the back. If you have a servant living in your house and come home at 1 a.m., he will open the door for you. A servant is not inconvenienced. And a servant doesn't even feel special. It's the master's work. A servant is very humble. So Moses saw himself as a servant of God and was faithful. How many servants of God are in the church? Paul wrote to the church of Jesus. Jesus, He was crying. He was crying. Because because I know that wolves, greedy wolves will come to the church. All they think is is about their stomach. You see, when you have a people who only think about their stomach themselves, 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 and don't care. I didn't come here to come and pamper you. Maybe you should have been the first service. But God is saying, He was fit with your servant. But we are considering Jesus and not Moses. So thank Moses, thank God for his servant. Because we are also servant of God. But verse 6. But Christ was faithful. Christ, verse 6. Christ as a son over his house. So Moses was faithful as a servant. But Jesus, our Savior, was faithful. 
the Lord Jesus was faithful as a son over his own house. Over the, the ministry that he has given to you, 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 over his own house. The work he has given, that is his house. Whose house we are. If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. That's what I was talking about, about this morning. If we, if we keep the confidence, in other words, the feeling of faith that I believe and the rejoicing of the hope, the hope of eternity, the hope of heaven, there's a hope, the rejoicing of the hope unto the end. Why, Jesus, my Savior? Because tense comes against the confidence. Your confidence you had in God and the one who appointed you will be challenged. Your hope will be challenged. I say, if only you keep it. But you can only be faithful like Jesus if you are a son. And have the mind of a son. So Jesus comes to the world, my Jesus. Holy Ghost fills him and my Jesus sees himself as a son. Now, to appreciate what I want to say, verse 7, Verse 7. Wherefore the God, the Holy Ghost, said, Today, if you hear my voice, the next verse, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, in the day of the temptation in the wilderness. Now, this is the confusion I want to talk about. He's talking about Jesus was faithful as a son. Then say, you too consider Jesus and have the Lord Jesus' mind as a son. And that there is a day of called temptation in the wilderness. I'm some of you have already met, met it before. Some have not met it. But all of us have days of temptation in the wilderness. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. If you are born of a woman and you don't meet the day of temptation, that means that you are in Jamaica. There, Jesus. As long as this Satan has not been taken into a lake of fire, for us to be free, and there are demons and devils around. There will be temptations. You see, this world is a wilderness, Magdalene. This world, it's called wilderness. You see beautiful buildings, but don't be deceived by the build, by the beautiful days. It's a wilderness. In the wilderness, we meet storms. Have you heard about desert storms? 
<laughs> when there's a, there, you see sand, you see, because there is sand, you see sand blinds everybody. Have you heard about the desert heat? Sahara, Sahara desert, the heat. Hey, when they say a chroma it means that the desert has appeared because heat pressure. It is under that pressure. What that's the day, the day that heat comes, that's when some bribe will come. Yes. And I'll show you. Whether you take the bribe or not take the bribe. The day that the heat, that's when you are driving and a white Range Rover will stop and say, lady, do you want a lift? And that lift is an assignment from hell. Yes. If you joke, you'll never recover. It's called temptation. You see desert snakes. They're in the sun. Even the heat of the sun. We walk like this. They are stamps. Scorpions. But I one day I said, Lord, why, why did you lead Israel to the wilderness? After delivering from Egypt. Why wilderness? Do you know the answer? That's how the world. You see, when you become born again, you are born again into a wilderness. So it's a journey to the promised land, which is heaven. Our journey is to heaven. Do you understand me? So, so it, it was a type of the journey of the, of, the, of, the, of the Christian. But you see, God comes as pillar of cloud, pillar of fire to cool down the sun. And to guide them by this past year, past year, just to avoid the problems of them. So it's like without God, you cannot make it for heaven. Without the Holy Spirit of God, without the Holy Ghost, you cannot make it for heaven. You, you can't make it. You can't make it because they are false. They are temptations to fall, to consume, to eat you up. So you see, people's Christianity have become bizarre. They are in church, but the Christianity is, is, doesn't look like Christianity. It's basa because they are falling to temptation. Something has grabbed them. Some snake has is around them. Something has eaten them. They are just there and there's no, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no God feeling of God. Because Satan comes. And he said, those days, as in the provocation, that the temptation is to provoke you. So that you look provocative. You even look provocative to people. You look irritated. You know, sometimes you feel irritated. Even things irritate you. People irritate you. Even God irritates you. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm 
happening? I'm talking to Angel Michael and Gabriel and angels. They're not human beings. By saying that, today, in the day of temptation, I, the Spirit of the Living God, I, the Holy Ghost, I'll be speaking. But don't listen to the voice of the temptation. Listen to that quiet inner voice. The next verse. The next verse. When your fathers tempted me. So you see, Satan comes to tempt you to tempt God. And some are 40 years. Verse 10. Thank you, Holy Spirit, my father. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. Not this is it. My ways. So there's the ways of God, the Holy Spirit. There's a ways of Jesus. There's a ways of the Father. There's ways. They have known, if they had known my ways, they would not have erred. In other words, in my ways, life as a Christian is not bread and butter. Life as a Christian, as a believer, is not smooth. If anybody tells you a smooth Christianity, he's lying to you. Satan will come. There are the temptations. There are things. But it's all part of the ways. God allows it. That is why Moses runs from Egypt, a nice place. First thing he runs was the desert. He was in the desert for 40 years. By the time God called him, all his nobility, he didn't even believe in himself. So the next time they are, they are coming through the desert, he was an experienced deserter. So as a servant of God, even though they met problems, the Jews were not servants of God. They were used to serving idols. Idols. They served idols. They were not used to God. So they could not. A little hunger. Ah, God, you want to kill us? We were eating garlic. Garlic. What is garlic? If we give you garlic for breakfast, will you eat? They say we eat garlic. We eat garlic and cucumbers. I mean, cucumber as my supper. What do you mean? some fufu and some soup and banku and tilapia and some rice and something else. It's a garlic. But you see, even in Egypt, they had useless things. Useless things. But because God was not guiding them on a new road and they had met hunger, temptation of hunger, they started complaining. Temptation of water, they started complaining. And they'll say, ah, is there no, are there not better graves? You are thinking of death. So the whole Christianity was complaining, 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 complaining. Meanwhile, Holy Ghost said, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, listen to my voice. And they will not, they said, Oh, hey, God, well, well, okay, it's okay, it's okay, okay. 40 years. Okay. Now we are talking about the son. He said, Consider Jesus a son. Now Jesus comes to the world. Dadaba. 
He's with Mary and his father, Joseph. Dada B. Jesus. Everything because they know he's the son of God. So everything is provided. Then one day, Jesus goes to the wilderness. No, to John. And John baptizes him. And the heavens opened. And the spirit of God rests upon him. And God said, wow, this is my son. Immediately, Matthew 4.1, immediately after the, my son, Bible, Matthew 4.1, where is it? Quick, 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 quick. I learned something. Matthew 4.1. Jesus was underlined that led up the son of God. Then was Jesus the son of God led up and that led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be ah to what? Tempted. Is that not what you read in Hebrews 3 8? Eh? When what? In the wilderness, the day of provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Look, there are temptations. So now Jesus is in the wilderness. And then Satan. Satan did not respect Jesus. And he came to Jesus. And then he came to Jesus in the wilderness. Now, I'm talking about temptation in the wilderness. Then Jesus is praying. Full of the Holy Ghost. First Satan had laid ambush. All his, all his doing were watching. 39 days. 40th day. Breaking is at 6 p.m. I don't know who even made 6 p.m. the breaking of fasting. The breaking 6 p.m. 4.59. One minute to five. He said, if, if it's condition, if you are the son of God. In other words, you are not the son of God. 
confusion. How can the living God's son be in this desert? God doesn't love you. Because you don't throw people that you love into this difficulty. Precious Holy Spirit. How can, daughter, you see, you are a daughter of God. And I look at you. Look at those girls. They are driving this, da, 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 da. They have sugar daddies. They have this, they have the others, and that. Look at even, even, even people who are not, dot, they say they're not, not daughter, but they are like, look at what they have. And they, they go for washing and they are doing it. And they say, daughter of God. Look at you. It's that God has failed you. He said, God has failed you. He is trying to draw you into sugar daddyism. Son of God, look at your salary. 1,500. And you know other colleagues who earn 1,500 and yet they are driving cars to, to, to church, to, to work. Look at you. You say you no compromise. Why? Why? No. Compromise. Do this. Pressure. Pressure. Before you realize, no, you are, you are a thief. Look, I'm talking about real things that is making us compromise. Because of of temptation. And he comes in the time of your, you are weak. Even sometimes, it's not every time you are spiritually strong. There are some days. The days are not, you are not spiritually strong. That's when the tempter will come. Somebody wants to sleep with you. And nobody should ever feel strong. Never feel strong. Yes, your strength has been him. Anybody, anybody can fall. Yes. You have not met him before, that's why. But the Lord will deliver us. So if you are the son of God, prove it. These are stones. Turn the stones to bread in the proofs. That is the confusion. It's Nisaka. God, uh, it's true. He wants you to agree with him. Uh, so I'm in heaven. Nice, nice. Had a wonderful life. Now look at me. Then they complain. We're in Egypt. Very nice. It's a promised land. Now look at us. God has not loved us. So why don't you go back to Egypt? So you see people living the faith and go back to the old thing. There are people who are no longer in church because they could not stand. And that's why you want those who be rich 
he talked about how do do peers themselves. So because you see, you, see, you can get with rich, you can get rich. It's called ill-gotten rich, uh, riches. It pierces your soul. I'm not even happy. Because that's not God. God, He gives, he gives riches. I can enjoy riches. I don't know whether I should go to Tanzania. So there is always questioning whether God. That's what He told Adam. God has not loved you. That's why he's depriving you of this particular thing. It's like the things you don't, you don't have it. You don't have it. You don't have that. You don't have it. 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 So do something to have them. But thank God the Holy Ghost was with Jesus. Who bears witness of the heart that we are sons of God? Jesus said, I don't need to prove that my father loves me by obeying you and doing what you want me to do. Turning stones into bread is not a proof. If the father has not given me bread to eat, it means that that is his will for me now. For it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of my world. So what is God saying about this, my situation? That's why I follow. That's what the Holy Ghost said. If you hear, what is God saying about this? What is this, what the Holy Ghost saying about the situation? There's no proof. You don't need a proof. No, so so this this where this where we get confused. God has not because it's like God should God should bring show His leg from heaven and show a physical sign. I have sought proof. I've learned. I've tried to seek proof that God do something to me that you love me. But I was as an error. There was a time I was, I, was, I was in a difficulty. And the proof. Even my wife would be singing me a song. You see, that's, do you know the song? There's a song that you have to believe. He said, God has done it, but you just have to believe. So, trans, but I'll say that you see, you don't know what I'm feeling. That's why you're telling me this. I'll say my mind, I don't tell her. I said, You don't know what I don't know. You don't know. But so actually, the Holy Ghost was speaking. They just believe that I've done it. But I wanted God to show his face. Lord, have mercy for my unbelief. In Jesus' name. So sometimes you are walking around, the devil is telling you, God has not loved you. Look at all this. How many of you have 
heard that voice before. Say, why me alone? It's a confusion. Me, you are here. Tell the things that God has planned for you. And the devil is seeing some light. He doesn't even know that light. He's seen some light. light. So he will push you. Do something to prove that you are a man of God. So get a big car. As to why you even how you even get a big car. So maybe I can come to even this man and say, look, the Lord has shown me that you should give your car to me. So when I'm driving his car, it's like, I'm very big. It's called honor of men. But Jesus has done me different. I'm the son of God. Satan, I am. I am born again. I don't need any other proof that I'm born again and God loves me. I can't, I don't even, what should I even tell God, God, I don't know that you love me. You see, so sometimes in your confused state that somebody is even blasting you because you have even confused about the whole thing, you say they don't like me. When the, when the person loves you, he's telling the truth. And you are not happy even that married because of your past experience. And Satan put those experiences there so that when you get married, you pull them up. But once God has saved you, he loves you. One day, I think Bishop said this story. He said a man of God had an issue or something, and the church judged him. And the Lord appeared to another man of God and said, Go and tell my friend. Yes, my friend. Go and tell my friend. So, in having that, I'm a son of God. I'm a son. No matter your condition now, say, I'm a son of God. And that God knows why the Spirit of God, my Father, will bar his answers. It shall be over. Whatever is thrown against me, it will be over. For he loves me. And when Jesus didn't prove and didn't compromise, the very bread that they say you should eat, angels came from heaven with bread. 
Now you're receiving real bread. Not satanic bread. Real bread. Some of you girls, sometimes you didn't have affection in the house. That's the confusion. So no, There's no affection in the house. So when you met a boy who said he loved you, which was not real, you went away from the Heavenly Father's love and you fell into a man's hands who actually doesn't love you and is just abusing you. Even the church, sometimes the temptation, my pastor doesn't love me. My spiritual doesn't love, father doesn't love me. Rebukes, corrections, this. Even transfers. I understand something. If they transfer you to America, you're happy. If they transfer you to Tumu, so because, because they don't like me. No, I'm, I'm telling you. They don't like me. You see, it, then, then, then all kinds of it's like there must be a proof that I'm loved. But there's no proof. You have to believe that the one who appointed you loves you. Nobody means harm. Nobody means harm. Nobody means harm. Sometimes Maybe God even wants to promote you. That's why. That is why he tempted Joseph with Potiphar's wife to see whether. Sometimes some big money is there to trust you, to try whether you can genuinely handle true riches. That was that this which is true. That's why that's over. As no person has you can't handle true riches. It's because true riches must 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 present God. Yes. True riches, it does, it does things for God. That's why God was looking for a virgin. So that we'll not be confused. But we know Mary's boyfriend. No, it's a boyfriend. How come? So as I'm bringing someone to a close, let us consider the sonship of God. I'm if you are, you are a son of God, you are a son of Bishop Dagon Mills. You are a son, you are a daughter. And a son abides in the house forever. It doesn't mean that a son will not have problems. A son will have problems. 
sometimes they don't they don't invite you into a meeting. They might say, Ah, I saw no more yim. And then bah. Oh, they have favorites. No. You see, there are some things that you can't do. If you add me to Chelsea, do do use the ball where I am. I'm going to score. So, so I'm not angry that a Chelsea player is earning so much money. You, are you angry? I'm not angry. I can't do what they do. So when somebody is doing something because of what they can do. That is why. And you two that is not being called, don't feel too special. Because sometimes in feeling too special, you make people feel that you are special and it goes into your head. In the day that something may change, then, then you are also affected. I thought they loved me. So they loved me, so things don't change. But I'm, what I'm trying to say, don't look for a proof that you are loved. It is demonic. Don't do anything as a proof. There are some girls in a relationship, if the guy does not sleep with them, he does not love them. You don't need sleeping to show that you the person loves you. Because it's like, oh, maybe the guy is sleeping with another guy, that's why he's not sleeping with you. You are not married. May the Holy Spirit deliver us from the Satan's arrows of confusion in the day of temptation. the day of temptation. May we not be pro- look provocative because of that, that day. The day you try this and you try this and it didn't work, don't say God has not loved me. Maybe that's the reason why it didn't work. There's another time. The day you were bounced, don't say because God does not love you. He does not answer prayers. The day you are cast into prison like, like Joseph, don't say God. You said I'll be a president. How come I'm here? You don't understand. First Peter 5 12. Think it not strange. Think it not strange. First Peter 5 12. Think it not strange when you go through First Peter 4 12. Sorry, 4 12. Oh, Holy Spirit, my Father. Concerning the fiery trial, which is trial, it is not a strange thing. 
as though some strange thing happened to you. In other words, don't be surprised. Like the Holy Ghost said, they have not known my ways. Sometimes, that is my way. That's my way. How would you become prime minister in Egypt? You have to go to prison. That's my way. How will the man break your heart? That is my way. Because a better man is coming. How did I lose? Why did I lose this job? That's my way. Because a better one is coming. If only you not be provoked. Once he loves me, all things work together for my good. As I close, Matthew 4 1. Son of God, Son of God. Then was Jesus led up. Where? I, I thought wilderness for to be tempted is down. <laughs> I thought that going to America is rather up. I thought that going to England is like, Holy Ghost, why are you leading me to Miami and not Miami. Miami. It was what? Miami. Miami. Why are you leading me to Miami instead of to Miami? Would have been the oh, eh, you know, Bishop Yali is now the, the Bishop of Miami. Wow. In it. And when I, when, when I, when I come, oh, hello, Bishop. Hi. But you say, where are you? Mommy. 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 Hey. La mommy. <laughs> but stop. When Bishop moved from Kulibu is nicer than Kuligono. Bola. But it was up. It's what? It's what? I think Jesus intentionally allowed the waves to come in, to come towards Peter. Because Peter was walking. He said, Peter, come. He stood on the ice. The sea had become rock. Then a storm started coming. He allowed it. You see, the waves, they come like this. Do you know what Jesus was expected to do? He wanted Peter to go up. If he had walked over the stone, he would have been above. 
Give me another level. Peter said, I die finish. Watch what you say in the days of temptation. Watch what you say in the days of problems. Watch what you say. The devil wants you to say bad things. He wants you to say negative things. He wants to write on negative things. Rather, man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall live by every word. What is God saying about the situation? If he said, no weapon, even though you can feel weapons, if he said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, it means just that. Stand on that. When he say, when they gather, it is not by me, it shall fail. Stand by it. When he says, by stripes, I am healed, that is what it means. When he says, I am blessed, that is what it means. That when he says, no incantation or enchantment shall come against Israel. That is what it means. When he says, you are blessed like Abraham. That is what it means. And he gives us. Go, go to the First Peter 4, 12, 13. He gives us a key. About five trials. 4, 13. Oh. oh, Holy Ghost, my Father. 13. But rejoice. Lord, it has to do what? Rejoice. When I'm broke, rejoice. He said, Rejoice. Got near Ebanoso. Rejoice. Angels are carrying bread to come to you. Rejoice. Don't think that I don't love you. I love you. Very soon I'll feed you. Rejoice. Don't mock us in our trial. Don't mock us in our difficulty. Don't laugh at us when things doesn't seem to look, uh, uh, go right. Never mock at somebody when things are not right. Don't think that you are better. Things are working for you. And then, and then oh, because they don't pray. Oh, because they, you, don't, you don't know the person's day of temptation. Just keep quiet. And you rejoice. Father, I don't understand Lord Jesus. I don't, I don't even understand the Lord. I don't understand this. But Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, Jesus, I trust you. I trust you. Holy Spirit, I trust you. My heart will trust in you. Let me go on feet. Ooh, my heart will trust, will trust in you. I am always a son. Thank you for listening to The Refreshing Word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La, opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.